Hello everyone. Hope you're all having a good day so far. How's everyone holding up with all the holidays and gift giving this month from Hanukkah to Christmas to Kwanzaa? I know I'm looking forward to seeing my annual Courier and Ives moment of snowfall. Picture perfect. Just once or twice and then I'm done. And on to better blue blue skies and away from the gray days of winter blah and bah humbug here just outside Chicago. Welcome to episode 15. Today is Wednesday, December 16th, 2020. My name is Sanal Patel, and this is the Paint the Medical Picture podcast series. Now, in last week's episode, I highlighted the 2021 changes to ENM services in the office and outpatient setting. But there are even more newsworthy changes in CPT, HICSPICS, PCS, and even ICD-10-CM that take effect January 1st, 2021. This episode highlights some of those newsworthy changes and my trusty tips on staying compliant in 2021. And I also share some words that really pop from the late great artist, Andy Warhol. If you've checked me out on LinkedIn, you know I'm all about compliance and protecting our physicians and valued healthcare professionals when it comes to the business of medicine. I hope this week with me brings you enough to take back to your organizations, to want to dive in deeper, to use my tips and best practices to ensure success. I hope this podcast will help you boost the quality of documentation capture and improve coding accuracy as you help your providers paint the medical picture. If you like what you're hearing, go ahead and hit that subscribe button now so you don't miss an episode. Please write in a review and rating on Apple Podcast or wherever you listen to my podcast. I'd really love your support. Now, a quick disclaimer. Before I get started on the episode, this podcast episode and Next and Pruitt podcast series do not constitute legal advice, but I am fortunate to work with sound healthcare attorneys at Next and Pruitt. And as their consultant, I have over 10 years of experience in front office, back end, coding, and billing for multi specialty physicians, compliance, and auditing for both ENM and surgical operative reports. Again, the opinions and insights throughout are mine alone, and they in no means constitute legal advice. So let's get into Newsworthy. In episode three, I alerted everyone about the ICD-10 Coordination and Maintenance Committee that met virtually earlier in September 2020. The 118-page agenda for diagnosis topics was enormous and not nearly everything was discussed. But the topics they included that were open to the public included the broader topics of multi-system inflammatory syndrome, pneumonia due to COVID-19, and other COVID-19 issues. So now, after the comments were received at the National Center for Health Statistics, the NCHS, in October 2020, there was further development of six new diagnosis codes related to the COVID-19 pandemic. The Centers for Disease Control, the CDC, issued these new codes on December 3rd, 2020. These new codes are effective on January 1st, 2021 to identify conditions resulting from COVID-19. These six new ICD-10-CM codes are, number one, J12.82 
for pneumonia due to coronavirus disease. The second is for M35.81 for multi-system inflammatory syndrome. The third is for M35.89 for other specified systemic involvement of connective tissue. The fourth is for Z11.52 for encounter for screening for COVID-19. The fifth is for Z20.822 for contact with and suspected exposure to COVID-19. And the sixth and final new ICD-10-CM code is for Z86.16 for personal history of COVID-19. And again, keep taking those notes in your ICD-10-CM manuals. They have notes on pages 548 and 940. I have the AAPC ICD-10-CM expert manual this year. Or go ahead and use post-it notes, whatever you're used to, to add these new codes for your everyday use. And certified coders, remember, per the ICD-10 tabular addenda, when reporting ICD-10 code J12.82 or M35.81, you must first report U07.1 for COVID-19 if applicable. There's also a tabular note under code M35.81, that's for our new multi-system inflammatory syndrome code, that instructs certified coders to use additional codes to report complications associated with multi-system inflammatory syndrome, such as if there's any acute hepatic failure, that's in our ICD code ranges from K72, or if there's any acute kidney failure, report that with the code ranges for N17. Or if there's any acute myocarditis, report that with the range I40. Or if there's acute respiratory distress syndrome, use code J80. Or if there's any cardiac arrhythmias, use the ICD codes in the ranges I47 through I49. Or if there's pneumonia due to COVID-19, report code J12.82. Or if there happens to be severe sepsis, use the codes in range R65.2. Or if there's viral cardiomyopathy, there's B33.24. And finally, if there's any viral pericarditis, use ICD-10 code B33.23. And certified coders who report a diagnosis of multi-system inflammatory syndrome using code M35.81 are also then instructed to use more additional codes if applicable. And if that's the case, if there's exposure to COVID-19 or SARS-CoV-2 infection, use code Z20.822. Or if there's personal history of COVID-19, use Z86.16. Or if there's sequela of COVID-19, use B94.8. Now, moving on. In episode five, I informed you of MSDRG changes and updates that were effective on October 1st, 2020. There are now six additional updates with M with, with the MSDRG changes effective on January 1st, 2021 in version 38.1. These MSDRGs reflect the six new ICD-10 CM codes I just mentioned earlier. 
Those codes, once again, are J12.82 for pneumonia due to coronavirus disease. There's also M35.81 for multi-system inflammatory syndrome. The third code is for M35.89 for other specified systemic involvement of connective tissue. The fourth is for Z11.52 for encounter for screening for COVID-19. The fifth is for Z20.822 for contact with and suspected exposure to COVID-19. And the sixth is for Z86.16 for personal history of COVID-19. Now, those MSDRGs are going to be effective for discharges on or after January 1st, 2021. And there is right now a CMS zip file that's available for you to review. <clears throat> CMS is also implementing 21 new ICD-10 PCS codes for the inpatient setting for COVID-19 vaccines and therapeutics that have become available during these past few months. Again, these are all effective January 1st, 2021. All 21 codes are classified in table XW0 of the ICD-10 PCS. The codes specify the substance name or type as well as the route of administration, like if it's sub-Q or subcutaneous, or an intramuscular injection, or an IV infusion, or if there's an oral intake. There are 10 monoclonal antibody codes for those 21. So I'm gonna organize it into little sections to make it easier for you to listen to. There are 10 monoclonal antibody codes that, forgive me, I'm gonna butcher all of their names. These are new codes, so forgive me if I mispronounce anything and everything. Okay, so the 10 new new codes are, the first one is XW013K6 for introduction of lironlimab monoclonal antibody into subcutaneous tissue, percutaneous approach, new technology group six. The second new code is for XW043E6 for introduction of atesivimab, monoclonal antibody into central vein percutaneous approach, new technology group six. The third new code is for XW033E6 for introduction of atesivimab, monoclonal antibody into peripheral vein percutaneous approach, new technology group six. The next code is for XW033F6 for introduction of bamlanivimab monoclonal antibody into peripheral vein, percutaneous approach, new technology group six. The next code is for XW043F6 for introduction of bamlanivimab monoclonal antibody into central vein, percutaneous approach, new technology group six. The next code is for XW033G6 for introduction of REGN CoV2 monoclonal antibody into peripheral vein, percutaneous approach, new technology group six. The next code is for XW043G6 for introduction of REGN CoV2 monoclonal antibody into central vein, percutaneous approach, new technology group six. 
The next code is for XW033H6 for introduction of other new technology, monoclonal antibody, into peripheral vein, percutaneous approach, new technology group 6. The ninth code is for XW043H6 for introduction of other new technology, monoclonal antibody, into central vein, percutaneous approach, new technology group 6. And the 10th new code, 10th new PCS code, is for XW013H6 for introduction of other new technology, monoclonal antibody, into subcutaneous tissue, percutaneous approach, new technology group 6. Now, there are also another six new vaccine PCS codes that comprise the overall 21 new PCS codes. So the six new PCS codes were added for tracking COVID-19 vaccination while a patient is considered to be an inpatient. Of course, these vaccines may or may not be administered to patients while they are in the hospital. We have to wait and see on that. But anyways, these PCS codes will allow for the data to be captured on an inpatient record. The new PCS codes specify whether the vaccine was a sub-Q or subcutaneous or intramuscular injection and whether the injection was dose 1 or dose 2 for vaccines that require two injections to complete the therapy. The codes that do not specify a dose are to be used for single-dose vaccinations or when information regarding the dose is not available in the medical record. So, the first of the six new vaccination codes are XW013S6 for introduction of COVID-19 vaccine dose 1 into subcutaneous tissue, percutaneous approach, new technology group 6. The second code is for XW013T6 for introduction of COVID-19 vaccine dose 2 into subcutaneous tissue, percutaneous approach, new technology group 6. The next code is for XW013U6 for introduction of COVID-19 vaccine into subcutaneous tissue, percutaneous approach, new technology group 6. The next code is for XW023S6 for introduction of COVID-19 vaccine dose 1 into muscle, percutaneous approach, new technology group 6. The fifth code is for XW023T6 for introduction of COVID-19 vaccine dose 2 into muscle, percutaneous approach, new technology group 6. And the sixth and final vaccination code is for XW023U6 for introduction of COVID-19 vaccine into muscle, percutaneous approach, new technology group 6. Now, there are also an additional five other drug class codes that comprise the overall 21 new PCS codes. So there are two specific substances here, the drug baricitinib and an immunomodulator drug known as CD24FC, and they also have new codes for tracking their use as COVID-19 therapies.
Baricitinib was recently awarded an FDA emergency use authorization in EUA as treatment for COVID-19 in combination with remdesivir. Paracetinib can be administered orally or via a gastrostomy or a jejunostomy tube, a J-tube. The immunomodulator substance designated CD24FC is administered via IV infusion. So the codes are XW0DXM6 for introduction of baricitinib into mouth and pharynx, external approach, new technology group six. The second code is for XW0G7M6 for introduction of baricitinib into upper GI via natural or artificial opening, new technology group six. The third code is for XW0H7M6 for introduction of baricitinib into lower GI via natural or artificial opening, new technology group six. The next code is for XW043L6 for introduction of CD24FC immunomodulator into central vein, percutaneous approach, new technology group six. And the fifth and final code is for XW033L6 for introduction of CD24FC immunomodulator into peripheral vein, percutaneous approach, new technology group six. Now moving on for our new HixPix codes. Of course, we should be expecting our 2021 books to be mailed out in January. I'm looking forward to mine. Now, however, CMS in the meantime did release the zip files for the new and revised and deleted code set on December 3rd, 2020. There are 87 new HixPix codes that include codes from sections in A for medical and surgical supplies Section C for outpatient PPS, Section G for procedures and professional services, Section J for drugs administered other than oral, Section M for medical services, Section Q for temporary codes, Section S for temporary national codes, and Section U for our, coro for our coronavirus lab tests. That's a brand new section. And of particular interest with the 2021 Physician Fee Schedule final rule that was just released, um, there were so many professionals uh, on LinkedIn, on Facebook groups, everywhere that were sort of in a tailspin with some of these new HixPix codes. So I wanted to talk about them here. Now, the first one is for G2211. Let's talk about that. So the definition is for visit complexity inherent to evaluation and management associated with medical care services that serve as the continuing focal point for all needed healthcare services and or with medical care services that are part of ongoing care related to a patient's single serious condition or a complex condition. Now do note, it's an add-on code so you list it separately in addition to your office and outpatient evaluation and management visit, new or established. Then there's also new HixPix code G2212 for our prolonged office or other outpatient evaluation and management services beyond the maximum required time of the primary procedure, which has been selected using total time on the date of the primary service. 
each additional 15 minutes by the physician or qualified healthcare professional with or without direct patient contact. Hixpix goes on to tell us that you list it separately in addition to CPT codes 99205 and 99215 for office or other outpatient evaluation and management services. It goes on to warn us, do not report G2212 on the same date of service as CPT codes 99354, 99355, 99358, 99359, 99415, 99416. And finally, it tells us do not report Hicks-Pix code G2212 for any time unit less than 15 minutes. Then I also found it interesting looking at the zip file. There's a new Hicks-Pix code for M1145. That's our most favored nation, our MFN model drug add-on amount per dose. And it tells us do not bill with line items that have the JW modifier. And finally, I just wanted to make mention of there is new Hicks-Pix code U0005 that is defined as infectious agent detection by nucleic acid, DNA or RNA, severe acute respiratory syndrome coronavirus, SARS-CoV-2, coronavirus disease, COVID-19, amplified probe technique, it's a CDC or non-CDC test, making use of high throughput technologies completed within two calendar days from date of specimen collection. It tells us to list it separately in addition to either Hicks-Pix codes U0003 or U0004 as described by CMS. Now, amongst those new Hicks-Pix codes, there are three codes with coverage and long description changes. There are a total of 173 discontinued codes there are 76 codes with long description only changes. And finally, there are three codes with short description changes only. My goodness, those are a lot of new codes we should be aware of effective on January 1st of 2021. I'm ready to get to work and roll up my sleeves in the new year. And now it's time for my best practice tips and trusty tip. Wow, with the blizzard of so many changes and updates due to the COVID-19 pandemic, it's imperative you remain cognizant and aware to maintain compliance and protect your providers. So try and focus on a game plan in 2021. Get organized, get on every and all email lists you possibly can. Here are just a few. CMS, the FDA, the OIG, your local MAX. Stay current and attend your local chapter meetings for AAPC and AHIMA. Did you know how accommodating they have been these past COVID-19 months? Chapter leaders will reach out to you and tell you to attend another local chapter for the month if there's an unexpected change in scheduling, etc. Or I've even been invited to speak at numerous AHIMA chapter monthly meetings. They understand we need our CEUs and will open up opportunities to ensure that happens for all of us. 
and go ahead and attend those virtual webinars and conferences that abound. Some really great organizations are at AMBA, HCCA, NamUs, First Healthcare Compliance, PMI, and anything fraud, waste, and abuse related, if you can or desire. And networking is so important for your personal growth and development. Seek leaders in the field. Seek them out. Follow these professionals and colleagues to stay current on the latest industry news. If you want a legend and a no-nonsense, no-sugar-coating kind of gal, there's my gal pal, Terry Fletcher. She's spectacular. You want a guy who's into compliance for breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack time too? There's Sean Weiss, amazing. My favorites in the clinical documentation integrity space, all that documentation minutia. There's Brian Kui, Glenn Krauss, and Dr. Cesar Limhoko. Podcast phenom, Tony Elholmes. If you want a YouTuber extraordinaire, there's Victoria Mall. There's outstanding educators who keep it simple and straightforward. Wait, is that a thing? Simple and straightforward in healthcare? Yes, it is. With educators Jennifer McNamara and Kimberly Jolivette Williams. There's the incomparable Jordan Johnson. If you need to rev up your legal speak, these two always have their fingers on the pulse of healthcare law. Jenna Godleski and Matthew Roberts. If you want fraud, waste, and abuse expertise, she happens to be a coder and an auditor too, oh my, Karen Weintraub. So almost all of these folks have podcasts too, so fill up those must-listen-to lists. I've also been a loyal listener for years now to Monitor Mondays and Talk 10 Tuesdays for all things ICD-10 related. So there are so many ways you can step up and advance yourself professionally in 2021. I've only touched on the surface. It's time to gear up and shift yourself towards success in the new year ahead. I think it's high time we shove 2020 down that proverbial hill and look onwards and upwards. I know we can make 2021 so much better for ourselves, for our providers. By beginning to understand all the changes coming in and are effective on January 1st, 2021, we can help guide our physicians and healthcare professionals on correct coding practices that originate with the very best documentation practices. Remember, by painting a true and honest medical picture each and every time, your certified medical coder can then abstract codes with accuracy. And finally, this week's inspiring quote in Spark is from renowned pop art artist Andy Warhol. They always say time changes things, but you actually have to change them yourself. Of course, I agree with this sentiment wholeheartedly. I truly believe we are changing things for ourselves. This coronavirus has forced our hand, has pushed us into doing the hard work earlier than maybe we wanted or even expected. I see our collective resolve and fortitude. I know I'm grateful here in healthcare for the many accomplishments we have made during this time of the COVID-19 pandemic. I am happy Andy Warhol's spark still burns brightly in all of us today. So that wraps up today's episode. 
please go out and make this an incredible day, an amazing week for yourselves. I always say aim a little higher and give more of yourself if you can. We can all do better. I appreciate you diving into today with me. And if you would like to inquire about my consultant services, you can always reach me through my email address at nexonpruitt.com. I'll leave links to everything in the show notes below. Please continue staying safe and healthy, practice safety for one and all during our collective life in the time of coronavirus. Thank you for listening in on today's episode. And I hope every week with me brings you closer to helping your providers paint a masterpiece. See you next Wednesday. If you want more information from me, go ahead and follow me on LinkedIn or send me an email at Sanal Patel at nextimpruit.com for all my consulting services in medical coding, auditing, and compliance. Thank you.